0: i uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of hot fuzz, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And today we're about to go off a minute 82, which begins with Tom Weaver telling the others that once the village's hoodie infestation is dealt with, nothing will stand in their way. And ends with the NWA revealing that Martin Blower was killed because he was an appalling actor and we have guests Nal McGowan and John Parker back. Welcome.
2: Hey, hello. Hello. Thanks for having us.
1: <laughs> uh so yeah, we get uh, we get the reveal of of uh what's what 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 I I just I I I love that Skinner is like I found your reasoning very entertaining, uh but uh, this is the real reason he just really sucked at acting. Um <laughs> <laughs> just really awful, and it was making us all look bad. Uh, and that is uh, insane, and I I love it. I love that the reasoning that he lays out to Skinner earlier in the movie makes absolute perfect sense as a uh, reason for uh, killing these people, and yet it had, it's just a coincidence. It has nothing <laughs> to do with why they're actually killing these people
0: it's far less convoluted the truth is yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just didn't like them yeah yeah I, I will also say too
2: that uh, for the time um, the, the, you know the era this was made uh, it rings very true as well the, he's talking at the beginning about the the hoodie infestation because mm-hmm. there was a like a, a, a kind of hoodie scare in the UK in the mid to late 2000s where this was a, yep. a drastic problem that everybody was worried about for some reason uh the like, oh yeah kids with hoods up going in they're trying to ban having hoods up in shops there's a whole big thing this so this actually rings very true like this was like a a zeitgeisty kind of thing when this film came out that the like not just local communities like inner cities and stuff were yeah. concerned about hoodies and things um wow. it's it seems weird like, like, nobody cares now. it's just like it was, they're still around, but there's no one minds' It's like ah, oh, well, they just this is a problem you got to deal with, but <laughs> there was
3: even a pattern of like hoodie horror movies around that time, sort of like oh pr- yeah, uh,
1: capitalizing on that. Anxiety. yeah, yeah, yeah it what turns what out good. turns out they're just kids. Mm.
0: who does remember who does that some <laughs> kid? remember
2: that was the thing with uh, when um attack the Block came out. yeah, that was kind of like the the shocking thing in it, in that the The juvenile hoodie kids were revealed to be like sympathetic in it, but Mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, these kids are usually the bad guys in these things. Mm -hmm. Like you, you end up on their side. (laughs) Like you're kind of like, oh yeah, like you kind of like you like Jodie Whittaker in it, but you also end up like, like oh no, the kids are like, oh I understand them now. They're just like they're they're kids from poor areas and stuff. Empathy. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's just it it took you know like five six odd years of people complaining about them for someone to go, hey, wait a minute. Why don't we just do this? Uh, just consider the fact that they might actually be people as well. More examples kind of of...
3: Uh, of institutions or big organizations asking for uh, institutionalized antagonism.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it ties in. Because I suppose the, the most recent example of a similar type of thing I can think of, even newer than Attack mm-hmm. the Block, it's kind of the same in Kingsman, isn't it? Because... You're meant to kind of think, oh, he's this rough hoodie kind of character at the start, but then you you end up really liking him until the sequel. That nobody likes that movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I,
1: I I I would argue that that movie was all about erasing his hoodie past, though. That was kind of the point of it, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he, he, he wants he, to. He wants to move beyond that. He got Princess Diarid. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's also good that they. I, I like the choice of words here. They call them hoodies in this mm-hmm. because that's more of like a blanket term. Because each part of the UK has a different word for these type of kids, mm-hmm. generally. Sure. Like uh, in the region this is set, they often use the word chav. Sure.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, like a bro. And here in Liverpool, it's scally. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Scotland, I've heard they call them Ned. I don't. And I don't know what these things stand for. Nobody seems to know. There's <laughs> a one in Ireland, isn't there, Niall? They have a word.
2: Oh. Uh,
0: that's the thing, though. Like, I can't really think of any. But, uh, the hoods. I've one somewhere. I can't remember what it people,
2: is. It used to be people always referred to as hoods and stuff like that. Oh, that always, you're yeah. boring up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: chav. I've definitely heard chav. The other two I've never heard of before, but I've definitely heard of chav.
0: Yeah, it's uh, scally or shortened to scal. Yeah. <laughs> like, hmm. Hmm. I assume it's... I don't know where that comes from. I, I assume it's like scallywag or something. You hope. <laughs> you hope, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Ned in Scotland I have no bloody idea where that comes from.
2: Hmm.
1: <laughs> Fascinating. Um yeah, so this is uh uh this is pretty great. I love that when Tom Weaver says uh once we get rid of the hoodie infestation, uh you know, our our, our nothing will stand in our way and he 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 this expression comes over his face just of pure bliss. Um, like he's never been prouder of his grandson, the village. Um, <laughs> like he just ah, like he's just so happy. It's uh, it, it's it's very.
3: It becomes like a superhero movie for about ten seconds mm-hmm. between the villain like monologuing and then the hero being like, not so fast. And like the entrance, yeah, <laughs> all eyes turning to him with surprise.
2: Did anyone else though? And, again, it'll become evident why, like, later this week. But it always surprises me when Nicholas Angel is just like, yeah, I am single-handedly going to march in here now and arrest all these people. Because, mm-hmm. to me, this would be like, why wouldn't you just, like, hang back, call for backup? I guess, it, yeah, he is, like, you know... Oh, well, truly, who
3: are you going to call?
2: I yeah. guess so, yeah. But, but it just yeah. seems, like, so strange that he's, like, no concern that, like, oh, this this might end up with me being, like, dead. Because these people, there's a, there's a bunch of them, and like they've killed people before. But like, oh no, he's just like, I'll brazenly go in, and somehow I'm going to single-handedly arrest every one of them.
1: Well, he did that with uh, with his bullies when he was a kid. They were all twice his size, and he arrested all of them.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, well. That, 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 fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a low-key scrapper as well. Yeah, it's true. He can be yeah. a little, like... Yeah, well, I mean, we'll get to it later in the week, as you say now, but I, I think there's evidence that he... He doesn't think he can do it, mm. but I'll, I'll save it. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind think of, would have
1: <laughs> I kind of wish it would—it would have been great if he, like, maybe he would have taken them out by just like pulling out his notepad and started taking notes, <laughs> <laughs> like a tape recorder. Yeah. Well, I was just mm. referencing like before with where he was oh, taking yeah. notes with, yeah, with Martin Blower. Yeah. We and know it's in his breast pocket, right? That's true. We do know that for
0: sure. Mm.
2: Well, that just would seem to me it would have been, you know, wouldn't have made for an interesting movie. But it would have been like, okay, just take out a notepad, write down all their names, and then individually, like the next day, go to each each house, going, okay, I know you did this, so I'm taking you in for questioning, and then round everybody up. But at the same time, of course, this is, now we're just going to bleed into the other minutes as well because there is like, well, oh, who do you trust and who don't you trust, and all this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We're kind of, of
3: seeing like, how you how you guys would play D and D. Yeah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't roll up there and be like, all right, let's do this. You would hang back, oh, take no, notes.
2: No. Mm-hmm. no, no, you got to think you got to be more strategic. You got to be mm. like, oh no, you can't just like again because this backfires on him as well. But like, that's true. It does. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I, just, I never, I remember even watching it like for the first time. But like, he's not just gonna go in there and do this by himself, is he? <laughs> and, and the fact that he even tries it, it was like, dude, you're you're smarter than this. What the hell are you doing? But he's, but he's a hot shot. Cup. <laughs> he can't be stopped, Nile. Uh. Uh. <laughs> once, just think, think these things through, Nicholas. Come uh. on. Maybe
0: First he's utterance. buying his own hype. Mm. Well, Maybe he is.
2: I mean, could be, could be.
3: First utterance of the greater good. Mm-hmm.
0: The greater good.
2: The greater One <laughs> of the more
1: memorable uh, secret quotes of the movie.
2: Ninety-four.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's. I wouldn't even say it's a secret quote at this point. I think it's just. I think it's just a, it's like a like the main thing that people probably uh, mm-hmm. quote from this movie, I would mm-hmm. say, more than anything else. But my, it's always like a
3: uh, like a, a new way, like a way of making a new friend at work, you know, as if someone else <sighs> in the group meeting says the greater good back. It's like, oh, that dude's seen Hot Fuzz.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: They get it. <laughs> it's very true. I really like the way, though, it completely cracks me up every time. The way they repeat the greater good, <laughs> even when Angel says it because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it kind of works both as a joke and it sort of shows that they're you know they're brainwashed cult-like zombie people Mm-hmm. they they can't not say it back uh know?
3: is it funny subconsciously i, I have a, is it the exact same shot every time
0: it looks like it because that's be. funny
3: because like the, the, head, if the head nods are the same and like
0: yeah <laughs> yeah, it might
1: be. That might be. That might. might be onto something there. It might they might have just like in the edit room just used the same
2: shot again? <laughs> That'd be great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really adds to the brainwash quality for sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's kind of creepy the way when they first say it. It's like oh, it's a little eerie. But the fact they say it back to to Angel at first, you know, I get a laugh out of it. But the more I think about it, it's like no, that's it. that's weirder. That scares mm-hmm. me more. <laughs> it almost
1: makes you wonder if uh, if if you know Frank isn't responsible for somehow brainwashing the town.
0: Mm. Uh, right, he's, he's not instilled that in them. Surely, in- like mm-hmm.
3: when you join the NWA, is there a period of indoctrination? Right, have to, like play musical chairs while Bohemian Rhapsody's playing on a stereo in a basement. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because if I'm not mistaken, I don't know that we ever hear Frank say for the greater good.
0: Uh, Talk about the oh, greater good, good.
1: you know, he does say make Sanford great again. We hear that later in the week, but <laughs> oh, but,
0: I, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> but but but
1: I don't think he ever says for the greater good, which makes me wonder if all of these people are even working of their own volition, or if. Frank has somehow, like, Nazi scientists them into, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. into the N.W.A.
3: Yeah, he's like the big, he's like the manipulator behind everything. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's an excellent question that's come up, really, because I'd, I'd never considered this before. So are they actively, you know, joining the N.W.A.? Or are they, you know, sort of not tricked into it, but, you know, made to become members and they well, can't not be?
3: If, if there's anything I learned from playing Kingdom Hearts 3 this past winter, it's... <laughs> all like, right, strap in, everybody. Where's this going to go? <laughs> uh, members of a shadowy organization where you have to wear, like, black hooded cloaks all the time. Uh-huh. Pe- people are in there for different reasons. You got people who are joining for power. You got people who are joining out of personal loyalty. You got people who are in there just out of survival. It's like, well, I don't want to die if I don't join this organization, I'm going to end up in a ditch. So, I, I, I bet if you go and ask all of them, there's like a variety
0: of reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And also, what makes them good villains, and especially, you know, uh, Frank, is they think, no matter what reason they have, they think they're right. Mm-hmm. They yeah. think this yes. is correct. That's they all come villain. to the same conclusion. Yeah. That's a memorable villainous character or characters. Yeah. Mm. I don't like it when they're just pure evil, unless they're like, a, you know, well, certain versions of the Joker sometimes are. Just, you know. <laughs> But usually, you remember and you like a villainous character because they believe in their mission even when it's wrong. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, the, you know, like last year, that was the, the, the big revelation when uh, the Marvel movies started having good villains. <laughs> when they came out with, like, two in a row, because they had <laughs> uh, you know Michael B. Jordan and Black Panther, and everyone was like, oh, his plan, like... I kind of get it. I understand yeah. where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. And then with Thanos, is like, oh yeah, I see where it's. I I can understand what he's doing. Like that's, yeah. I almost kind of. I don't agree with him, but like I, it's a I stupid get ass it.
3: plan. But you can really tell that he believes it. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. He obviously oh, thinks that this is. Uh, bellies. It, <laughs> yeah, he's also got that whole thing as well, where like he's doing it, sort of like, yeah, I'm sorry. It's like some things he has to do because he's like, yeah, I have to do it. Like it's mm-hmm. just, this is what I need to do to succeed. And then at the end, he's just like, yeah guess i
0: did it the villain <laughs> in like, and ant-man and the wasp just doesn't want to die mm. yeah, that's that's fine isn't it i can get behind that sure
1: yeah uh but then like there's other ones like red skull where you're like well i want to <laughs> hold the cube in the, in the palm of my hand
0: <laughs> Ugh. all yeah. right i mean i like the character but yeah. that's not good motivation come no. on uh, <laughs> i get like, like loki
2: who everyone like all the all the girls love loki but it's like you know he's just fredo from the godfather right like that's just who that character is yeah. he's just like i want to be a big shot why aren't i a big shot he's godfather. like
3: the worst parts of fredo and Sonny <laughs>
0: <laughs> mixed into one uh, one oh, he's kind of awful but i love him Loki, <laughs> sure. That's like the secret. You
1: you love him because he's goth. That's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just never he's, understood. He's though he's fun. He's funny. He's interesting.
2: <laughs> but I never understood that like, because I knew like I knew uh, women who were like when the Avengers came out, they were like obsessed with him. Like not mm-hmm. just Tom Hiddleston, but the character of Loki. They loved him. But I was always like, he's kind of pathetic. Like he's so because oh yeah, yeah. He really wants to be this big hotshot, and he's, he's just not. And then when he, he comes in, and he gives like a bit of, uh, he gives a bit of gu- guff to like the Chitari leader. He gets kind of smacked in the place and stuff. And at the end, he's just sort of t- yeah, taken off in in chains and stuff. He just seems like a really like eh, he's not. He wants to be this cool guy, but he's just not. Like, so I never understood the appeal of him. I understand him as a good character, as a good villain and stuff. But I, under, I, did, I could never understand why people
0: had the hots for him. Ah, see, that's my type of character, though. I like a little sniveling weasel. I, I love General Hooks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but do you, do you have the hots for General Hooks, though? Who doesn't? Oh, very, yeah. yeah. General definitely.
0: General Hux,
1: the snivelingness, the snivelingly snive, snivelingest of all weasels. Yes. <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> I, I either want General Hux to
3: like live and not die, or I want him to have like the craziest, like, yes,
0: insane death scene of all time. It's got to be one or the other. He can't go out like anyone else. Mm-mm. It's got to be wild. Mm. He has yeah. my favorite have line, a scene and of... people make fun of me because in the in the Force Awakens, I always quote this line, and nobody knows what I'm saying. Just where he goes in his again his snivelly voice, fire the ventral cannons. <laughs> <laughs> I just say it to Lola all the time, and she <laughs> has no idea what I'm talking about.
3: Classic Star Wars.
0: Yeah, I just want to have a scene
2: of is the guy who plays Admiral Piet still alive, or is he is he passed?
3: I don't know. Doesn't matter in Star Wars world. Yeah. So I just yeah, would true. love to
2: see like a thing of him like. Uh, oh no, I guess he he's dead in the in the story. Well, in, well I guess in Star Wars, I don't want to friggin' come back somehow. But like just to have a thing of him looking at General Hux and been like. They just let anyone in the Imperial Academy these days. Like, just, oh, and anyone well, become a friggin' general. To be,
1: to be fair, not the Imperial Academy.
2: Oh, that's first true. Order. First Order Academy. First Order. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Which are like, it's it's like the Tea thing. Party. Yeah, <laughs> right. It'd be like if the Tea Party militarized. That's basically what the First Order is, from what I've yeah. gathered. <laughs> basically. What would
0: be our equivalent of that, Nile? What, what have we got over here? The, um... Ukip? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Oh, yeah. boy.
3: And, uh... Uh, yeah, there's something kind of. I, I admire the purity of, like, nah, he sucked, so we murdered him. Like, we, we don't want to have a shitty theater department
0: or yeah.
1: theater. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Some, again, you somehow, can kind of
0: see where they're coming from.
1: <laughs> well,
0: you could just
1: ban him. You, like, why do you need to kill him? Like, why, why does he need to be in charge of it? Why, why are the people that are being put in charge of these things like just stuck in that position? Yeah. Like, just say, hey, you suck, you're fired. <laughs>
2: Like we're we're putting
1: real actors in here, they were in straw dogs.
2: I can almost kind of get it though, because it just it's avoiding the social awkwardness of like if you ban him, yeah. what if he shows up and tries to get back in. I what guess, that, gets, is, you I guess that is. that is a
1: very British approach to things, right? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't want anything to be awkward. You know. Yeah, you could bump into him at the market, and it'd be yeah. weird, and like you just don't want the. So just kill him, just get rid of him altogether, and mm-hmm. then it's fine. <laughs>
1: Uh, The the bit where uh, after they chop his head off and then like four other hoodies step out from the sides of the one hoodie to make like a like a like a hoodie flying V um, and they're all they're all applauding is uh, uh, one of the one of the creepier things that I think that uh, they've ever done. uh, It's very surreal dreamlike imagery again. Yeah. 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 Uh, It makes me wonder if it is just a representation of their approval of this happening and the fact that they were all involved or if this literally happened in the moment. I I, I read that as it's
3: Nicholas's subconscious making it a narrative again. Okay. Mm. recontextualizing his narrative.
1: Sure, sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably the best way to put it because could it have happened like that? Really? I don't know.
1: I like to I like to think that they had all just watched the Mighty Ducks that week and <laughs> <laughs>
0: Flying. I mean most people watch that every week, surely. Come on.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. I, I've just got so confused in that like the title like over here, John, you know it as the Mighty Ducks, right? Yeah, yeah, the Mighty Ducks. So apparently in the UK it was released as as champions. No. And that's when when I watched it. The title came up, Champions. It's like, I remember when I was a kid, it was called The Mighty Ducks. And then I was going, like, This is really weird. And then I mentioned it to uh, to Mitty, who I live with. And she was like, No, it's called The Mighty Ducks Are the Champions. And I was like, What? What the hell what? are you talking so,
3: this is It's, wait, it's called the, the Mighty Ducks Are the
2: Champions.
3: So it yeah. just
1: spoils
2: that's the ending of the title. movie. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any goddamn right. sense. I don't know. It kind of sounds I'm like gonna, a Zorro yeah.
3: movie now. <laughs> I've more <laughs>
2: Now
1: I'm picturing. Now I'm picturing a young Bruce Wayne coming out of the Mighty Ducks yeah. with yeah, his parents before they're gunned down in an alley.
0: <laughs> That's better. I'm on board with this. Let's change his yeah, backstory. It's been Mask people. Yeah, back to
3: Zorro for too long. Now it's, uh, now it's now it's now it's Mighty Ducks. <laughs> the Mighty Ducks
1: are the champions.
0: <laughs> I think right, Niall. I'm going to try and explain it. I think I know what it'll be. Right. <laughs> no- nobody over here, it, especially then. It, I mean, now as well. <laughs> Nobody knows anything about hockey. So they probably thought, well, the Mighty Duck no one's gonna understand that name. We're gonna call it Champions, right? Mm. But the then people thing. got into the film, it got popular. So they re-released it maybe as The Mighty Ducks, but they didn't want to lose the other title. Because you know, people were learning who the team are through the movie. So it's like we'll put the Mighty Ducks are the champions, we can allude to the old title. <laughs> But yeah if the damned make...
3: united had been called like the bulldogs it would have made like 200 million over here well, <laughs>
2: but that's just a thing because even that though i don't think you even need to know anything about hockey because the mighty ducks is just a good name it's a it's a good hook it's just oh, it's, yeah. it's confusing you. if you don't know that's a hockey
0: team you're like well what ducks what well, <laughs> why would i, I, watch I this I, movie? that might be the There's, hook though you'd be uh, like the mighty the, ducks tell the the me bad news
3: bears have like another title over there,
2: uh, over here, the Bad News Bears isn't really a thing. Like it's oh, okay. it's a very American, popular movie. Like Got it. I, I guarantee most most people just over this side of the, the pond just have never seen the Bad News Bears because <laughs> sure, it just yeah. didn't register as, as a thing. Like any mm-hmm. any movie with like uh, baseball, like because over rounders over here, of course, but even Got like it. Bull Durham and stuff. Like I think so, the most popular baseball movie you'd get over here would be Field the Dreams. And that's because yeah, baseball okay. actually features in it so little. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. League of their own. Not very
3: popular over there. Yeah, we don't understand Tom Hanks.
0: A lot of the the rules to these things. So, is that? Would you say that was right. popular, Nile? I mean,
3: no, it's a slow.
0: A, I mean, I guess arduous game.
1: That would be. That would be why, like, we wouldn't be getting any uh, rugby movies. Uh, we don't get. We don't get any football mm. movies. You know, we mm. like soccer. We don't really get any yeah. of those over we got here. Yeah, goal. So. The legend begins, but that was more from
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. South America. Well, it was Actually, the, that's, like a, uh, that's a market we haven't really tapped into. Come to think of it, there aren't many sporting films. Like you'd think we'd have mm. loads of football soccer, you know, to you. You think we'd have loads of soccer movies since everybody's obsessed with it completely mm. to the point of insanity. But I no that, there's like a couple. You have a well, lot of
1: uh you have a lot of soccer TV movies. I see a lot of those given. Like David Tennant was in one. He played like a coach in something, right? Didn't, yeah. Didn't that happened a no. few years ago. Oh, the Never biggest one though.
2: Yeah. The biggest one I can think of would be uh Bend it like Beckham. But then that also had yeah. like a, that was, there was like cultural elements to that as well. And right. And that definitely that,
1: yeah. made its way over here. I remember that being a big deal.
3: Well, maybe yeah. there's not a lot of overlap because it's like when you, you go to the game to be at the game and to drink and to hear the chants and to be in the crowd. And it's like, well, yeah. why would you, I don't want to see a movie about that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, cause <laughs> even, uh, even uh, uh, the, 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 oh man, what is that, uh, that author's name? Um, the guy that did a uh, high fidelity, yeah, Nick Hornby. Nick Hornby. Yeah, Nick. Nick Hornby had you know Fever Pitch, and they turned into a baseball movie when they made it in America.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: Forgot about and that. there's and there's Fever Pitch monuments all over Boston to this day. You go on tours where they take you to <laughs> all the filming locations.
3: Really? Yeah. Holy crap! No, Jimmy Fallon proposed to Drew Barrymore in the. Park. No,
1: no, no, none of the, what he's saying is true. He's just a very oh, good actor. <laughs> 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 the best of the best. <laughs> I do like stop, the fact, though, stop that confusing quite... the foreigners, Nick. Oh, my bad. <laughs> but
0: do like, that. Could like be fact... completely true, and I would not have questioned it. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it sounds no less sane than anything else America does. Sure, we have a statue
2: of Robocop in Detroit. In Detroit, yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. <No.
2: laughs> we'll appreciate though the fact that they did translate high fidelity into being like a, a, a like a book set in like London to mm-hmm. like a movie set in America and mm-hmm. you didn't have to change the goddamn thing like everything's like oh music nerds are yeah same on uh, not San- one bit of it, difference
1: it's, it's they turned into San Francisco right is that- Chicago Chicago oh, Chicago okay yeah um, yeah I don't know I didn't aren't they uh, aren't they making fever pitch again but now they're making a British version or something I, think I saw that yeah I feel I
2: like there already is a a British version of fever pitch like as as oh. a movie
1: Oh, with, uh, oh, I think okay. it's
2: Robert Carlyle's in it. But uh, yeah. they might be doing oh. it as like a TV show or something. Like I oh, think they TV yeah. show
0: like one of those. They did
1: they did about a boy as a TV show, so I guess oh,
0: they might yeah. do. They oh might my do god, that.
1: I forgot about that.
0: Yeah. Why why did that happen?
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Mini Mini Driver was in it. Chaos theory.
0: I'm sure that was a yeah. big part of it. <laughs> That's the best answer. <laughs> Um, Um, I wanted to point out something it it relates to the whole of this movie but mm -hmm. I really notice it in this minute where you've got Angel just the look on his face right like how on earth does Simon Pegg come into this looking so imposing and tough and genuinely police like so quickly you know after other roles he's done like you've just seen him in Shaun of the Dead and things like that where he just looks like a regular guy and all they've done is subtle changes to how he looks and holds himself Like, they've cut his hair slightly, things like that. Completely different man, I would say. Like, he doesn't have that same vibe Mm. to him. He's a completely different person. Mm -hmm. I would buy him as a police officer.
3: Yeah. I think he's, like, physically in better shape. Mm -hmm. Like, as subtle as it is, like, he didn't get, like, Chris Pratt ripped. But I think he's, like, been running or whatever. He's, like, healthier than probably Mm -hmm. Sean-era Simon Pegg. Well,
1: I I just, I truly believe that Simon Pegg is one of our greatest character actors working. And and that, is. He is very, very underrated uh, yeah. in that because I think he, all of his biggest roles are kind of similar. They're, they're kind of just like, quote unquote, Simon Peggish. Um yeah. but, but then when you really get down to it and you look at Nicholas Angel and Gary King, I mean, Gary King yeah. is a very specific character yeah. that is unlike even, any other characters that he's played. And even if you yeah. look at like Scotty and Benji...
3: Yeah, like, sure. They're they're different characters. Like they serve kind of similar purposes in their big franchise
1: mm-hmm. movies, but I think individually they're very different. Right. Characters. But I think I think people see the archetype, and then that's all they see, and so they're yeah. like, "Oh, this guy, he just does the
0: same like, thing every time."
1: Good guy, like guy, staring at the laptop, shouting exposition at the main character. Right. Mm-hmm. Getting frazzled.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't be more different in this. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, I think he's,
1: I honestly think he's, he's great. Uh, I mean, you know, he plays a very different role in uh, fantastic fear of everything as well, Mm -hmm. uh, which I think he's, he does a really good job in that. And, and, um, uh, and kill me three times or whatever. He, he effectively plays like a guy, Ritchie ask a neurotic hitman type.
2: Right. And And
1: now, and now he's doing that new role uh, upcoming in, in some film. I forget what the name of it is where he, he like dropped, like uh like 40 pounds or something like that from where he already was like oh he, he yeah yeah he went like full like Christian Bale and he's like ripped like skinny ripped, but like he has like crazy abs and stuff now.
0: Oh, I saw it on Instagram. Didn't yeah, post a picture of his abs, I was yeah. like, "That's not Simon Pegg." Yeah,
1: no, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, but like, yeah, he is he is you know a very very underrated and underutilized character actor. I think. Um, I mean, I think if people were casting him and stuff more, I could see him ending up with an Oscar. Uh, but but he's just not cast and stuff a lot where he could possibly get one, you know, where it's like, I think his performance in the world's end is Oscar worthy, but that movie is never going to be nominated for anything. Like it's just not. Oh no. no. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's unfortunate <laughs> because I think his performances warrant, uh, award season attention.
2: I do remember a time way, way back when, uh, when you know, Watchmen wasn't a movie yet. It was in, like, development hell for, like, the 20-odd years that it was stuck in there. Mm-hmm. But I do remember at one point there's rumors coming out, like, it's going to be made, et cetera, et cetera. And they threw up the name Simon Pegg was going to, was in consideration for Rorschach. And it's one of those things that seems like at the time it was like, get the hell out of here. What the hell are you talking about? But now it is kind of like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it could yeah, have been. Could that.
1: that That absolutely could have been a real, like, Michael Keaton moment for him.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it went to... Isn't, isn't Jackie Haiti in the Bad News Bears? He yes, sure he the hell is. It's come
1: full circle. We did it, you guys. Do it. We did yeah, it. Yeah, cut, yeah, it. Cut, the, <laughs> cut the check. We did it.
3: Amazon.toolinggenre.com slash Amazon. Wow. <laughs> <Toolinggenre.com/amazon>. <laughs> this is our Amazon affiliate link. Uh, next time you're doing any Amazon shopping, if you feel like renting Kill Me Three times, don't. Uh, don't <laughs> it's true. Don't. It's not very good. Uh, there's other, there's better about- Simon's. Yeah. Whether
2: you want to rent a movie called Kill Me Three Times or yeah, yeah, you want to yeah. rent a movie called Kill Me Three Times. Oh, oh oh, oh no. The movie
1: is titled, quote, Kill Me Three Times, end quote. Yeah. Okay, but, so you uh, know- whatever you want to do
3: using our Amazon affiliate link, <laughs> a little bit of it goes towards helping us uh, keep the shop running at duelinggenre.com. So, yeah, just go to duelinggenre.com slash Amazon. Save it. Bookmark it. Forget you have it. And uh, every time you need to get something overnighted or whatever
1: on Amazon
3: – Uh, it'll it'll help us out
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely Uh, so uh, so go do the thing and we'll be back tomorrow with minute 83 for the greater good the greater good